Hello, Scotty Reed here with a Black Talk Radio News report and commentary. In this particular commentary, we will take a look at some KKK conservative media propaganda that has been recycled on the internet. Uh, we're taking a look at CRTV.com. They posted a YouTube video that I came across. The video was shared by someone in my social media network and it was uh, actually put on the web a month ago. Um, this was getting the American public in preparation for rounding up these refugees who speak Spanish and are often referred to as Hispanic with, with no clarification or no acknowledging the indigenous aboriginal uh, people who are fleeing these war-torn, destabilized regions in, in Mexico, Central America, and South America. And so what they've been doing is the system plays divide and conquer. So what the white supremacist uh, system still practicing slavery, especially with this administration, uh, the Trump administration, what, what they are doing is using the old tactic of divide and conquer. And this is an age old method. Many people have heard of that term. And so what we're having is the Trump administration and their proxies like Jesse Lee Peterson and this this white person here, suspected racist, who's hosting this show, at, uh, what they're doing is trying to get black people to hate on Hispanic people, Hispanic people to hate on black people, and using ra racial stereotypes, okay, to, to portray each group and to get them hating on each other fighting each other instead of fighting the system of slavery that's putting us all in cages and what have you. So Jesse Lee Peterson's a right winger. He's actually heavily uh, uh, funded by Sean Hannity of the Fox News Network. He has some kind of nonprofit 501c3 that's supposed to be healing uh, the black community, but all I can tell his work consists of is producing white supremacist propaganda of course, under the cover of a black face and putting it out there in support of conservative policy. So we're just going to listen to an audio portion of this video that, that was shared by someone. Um, and again, you know, I, I'll have some commentary on the video after we watch it or listen to uh, the audio portion of the video. You have MS-13 and these gangs throwing Molotov cocktails, not just at black homes, but through the window of the children's room right. to maximize the terror. I, Ryan Gerdusky is the only guy I've seen write about this. There was maybe one article also in, in the LA Times, but the media is totally silent about it, and it's a genuine race war. In uh, Van Nuys, California, which is a suburb of Los Angeles, the blacks were warned not to be out at night at bus stops because the illegals were killing them. The Hispanics were killing them. And it's working. Yeah, they, it's they, working. they are leaving these areas. It's, yeah. it's ethnic cleansing right out of Bosnia. I think even the SPLC recognized that it was ethnic cleansing, and they're very left-wing and scared of, of anything like that. But even they had to concede it. You know, And it's silence. The unfortunate thing is that most, not all, blacks have been so relying on the government. They have not stood up and fought for themselves. They don't speak out for themselves. They're waiting for the politicians and the media to do it, not realizing that they are not going to do it. And because blacks are not speaking out about it, it's not getting the 
uh, kind of attention that it should get if they spoke up. But they won't speak up for themselves because they have not been, their nature has been destroyed. They've been relying on the right. government for so long that they don't have the know-how or the energy to do it. So that was the white supremacist uh, propaganda coming out the mouth of a black name, black man by the name of Jesse Lee Peterson. So his stick is again. You saw blacks, the blacks, not black Americans, not my people, or or we black Americans, the blacks. That's that's how Jesse Lee Peterson talks about people who share his skin color and saying, you know, insinuating that we're not smart enough, lying and saying that we don't speak up, all of the demonstrations, uprisings, and what have you of abuse of different communities, American communities, black communities, rising up against police, slave catcher violence, rising up against the system of slavery, even if they call it mass incarceration, not recognizing that it's a continuation of slavery as per the 13th Amendment. We're, we're, we're waiting on someone else to do something for us. We're so reliant on the United States government. So, I mean, how long do we have to listen to these racist talking points and tropes before these people realize that they don't work? It, well, it's not really to convince you or me because they're not talking to you or me, and I'm talking about black people, black Americans. Who he's talking to is white people, the blacks. He's talking to this white man. You think this white man care about any black children or any non-white children for that matter? Okay, now, they're talking about MS-13. It's titled, MS-13 Killers Are Targeting uh, Black Americans. Now, he put that on the Facebook profile. I pulled up the SPLC report. It's from 2013. And even throughout the 1990s, you could find uh, reports to where you had Hispanic gangs like the MS-13s who were trying to push African-Americans out of certain areas in California. Now, this the work. This is the game that they playing. He mentioned Hispanics, the Hispanics, the gang members, and so every Hispanic's a gang member, right? Every Hispanic American, every Mexican American, every Latino or Spanish-speaking person is a gang member. Is is that what you want us to believe? And that MS-13 represents all Hispanic people. And this isn't being talked about because it's no longer an issue like it was in the 1990s and, and all throughout uh, the 2000s up until 2013, where there are reports that the gang leader who called for ethnic cleansing, him and his son were arrested. So, but again, they do the same thing towards black people. Now, if I, if their target, let's say, for example, their target was the blacks. And they were trying to get Hispanics to support a policy of black people being rounded up, thrown in the jails, thrown in in the prisons. Then how do you think they're going to, you know, court the Hispanic vote or try to persuade them to their side of the issue? This is what they're going to do. They're going to pull up stories of black Americans, gangsters, if you will, criminals, criminal gangs, sometimes it's just individuals who are criminals, who rob Spanish-speaking people uh, in these very same communities, even go to their communities where it's, uh, you know, predominantly, let's say, a 
apartment complex has a high population of Spanish-speaking people. Well, they are targeted by criminals. And this has happened several times in Charlotte because these people are seen as, quote-unquote, illegal human beings. Nobody knows, you know, if you go up to them, they may be an American. You don't know, but they just speak Spanish. You don't know they could be here with uh, work papers or documentation, but the presumption is they're all illegal, and they're not going to call the police and report crime, and they are known to keep large amounts of cash because they don't use banks, and black criminals and thugs have been targeting these people. So Hispanic people, you don't want to align yourself with black people when they marching against police violence. The police is the ones protecting you from these violent black thugs. And what have you? Take the case of this Charlotte mother in Charlotte, this this uh, uh, Latino woman in Charlotte, a mother just getting up to go to her job early in the morning when these young black thugs come and uh, kill her and shoot another person as they attempted to rob her. So that's exactly how they will be talking. That's exactly what they will be saying. That is exactly what some of them do say. So you got to recognize when game is being run against you. None of this has anything to do with the violations of human rights of human beings. Coming at me telling me that, hey, you shouldn't stand up for the rights of refugees or stand on international human rights of human beings. You shouldn't fight against this element of slavery or speak out against it because guess what? These people hate you. Look, they're pushing you out your own community. So again, anybody can play this game. Anybody can play the game of racial showcasing and they can showcase criminals from every group committing a crime against another group and then paint those individuals as representative of the entire population. <laughs> Haven't we had this done to us as black people enough? Okay, so we should be able to recognize this game that is being played on us and then people saying that, I've heard people say, hey, they're using this immigration issue to distract you from that issue. No, they not. Do you really think that the U.S. government or Donald Trump is sitting around coming up with ways to distract black people from, let's say, reparations? Charlie Rangel introduces a reparation bill every year, it seems, into committee and it sits in committee. Okay? And there are people who focus on reparations, but at the same time, those same people also focus on police violence, an element of modern-day slave catching in the United States as prescribed by the 13th Amendment. But let's, you know, and I've heard people even bring up Los Angeles. Uh, that's where they're talking about. This is where this was mostly occurring in California. Nowhere else. They would have you think this was going on in every uh, uh, community across the United States. Gangs attacking uh, Latino gangs like the MS-13 attacking black Americans. All right. Actually, you know, if you pay attention um, to your local news, I know in Charlotte, um, a lot of the MS-13 victims are other Latinos, other rival gangs and what have you. We don't really have them attacking or black gangs, let's say battling Hispanic gangs. There's no warfare like that 
going on in Charlotte. We have individual acts of violence committed by individual criminals. Okay, so so there's no no war between black people and Hispanic raging across the United States. But this was mostly going on during the '90s and in the 2000s, early 2000s. Um, Again, the SPLC report was in 2013 when they arrested uh, the gang member and, and his son. So, but the other day I came up with a report or came across a report and I forgot to share it um, in some of my other videos about violence. Uh, you know, we got all of these videos. Like my last video, I showed you all these white women who have been... Um, acting very violent and aggressive towards non-white people. Uh, check out my last video on that. But I heard someone on a, on a radio program I was listening to say, hey, in, in Los Angeles, they doing this or that. They're, they bombed this black family. And again, this would happen in the 90s, early 2000s. These are not recent reports. But this is recent. Uh, this report that came from a website uh, that looks at crime. It says interracial crime study finds whites more likely to assault blacks than reverse. Now what's interesting about this, they were focusing on they were focusing on Los Angeles. Let's read an excerpt from it. Whites are more likely to assault and use weapons against African Americans and Hispanics than the reverse according to a forthcoming study in the International Review of Law and Economics. The study based in part on data obtained from the Los Angeles Police Department for years 2000 to 2007, and that would also cover the years where there was supposed to be uh, this widespread violence of Hispanics and gangs against black people, but it, it, it said from the years 2000, that's the early 2000s, as I mentioned. The study, based in part on a data obtained from the Los Angeles Police Department for years 2000 to 2007 on interracial face-to-face -face crimes, found that whites were roughly 13% more likely to assault African Americans and Hispanics, and that whites were approximately 0.5% more likely to use weapons against them than those two ethnic groups are likely to use weapons against whites. So, again, divide and conquer tactics. White supremacists trying to divide the non-white people of the world, get them fighting each other, get them believing in a non-existent war by just focusing on criminal elements in each group to make that seem like that's the mindset of the entire group. Age-old white supremacist tactics. Okay, but the reality is in Los Angeles, the data shows from 2000 to 2007, it is Hispanics and African Americans who had to fear white people assaulting them. The study authors, it goes on to read, restricted their analysis to four types of face-to-face -face crime, homicide, robbery, assault, and weapon use noting that conditional on the suspect and victim being white, Hispanic, or black, these four crimes account for 66% of reported crimes. So the majority of the crime fell in those categories, uh, a murder, a homicide, robbery, assault, and using a weapon to do it. 
In interactions between blacks and Hispanic suspects and white victims, blacks and Hispanics were found less likely to assault whites and more likely to commit robbery and weapon crimes against whites than the reverse. Face-to-face crime involving a white suspect and a white victim are most likely to be assault, while incidents that pair a white suspect with a black or Hispanic victim are more likely to involve robbery, assault, and weapons use. The pattern of violence shown in the study produced a picture at variance with previous research drawing from aggregate data, the author said. So in other words, propagandists like CRTV, Jesse Lee Peterson, and this other guy, what is this other this uh, racist suspect name? I have his name. Let me pull it up. Gavin McInnes. Okay. I bet you they won't be talking about that study on their pro on their program and highlight no they're going to rehash uh data or re- news reports from 1990s 2013 and paint this picture that oh Hispanic people hate black people and look at how they're trying all these illegals and gang members are trying to push black people out their communities and what have you. Also that you will support the worldwide oppression of non-white people all over the planet and specifically here in the United States. Again, refugees, non-white, coming from Spanish-speaking countries that have been destabilized and actually turned over to gangs by U.S. foreign policy. This has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Report and commentary. Please continue to support the North Carolina-based new media nonprofit Black Talk Media Project uh, so that we can improve our media operations and build upon what we already have. Thank you for watching. Peace and blessings to all.